Greetings and welcome to another Tomorrow's World webcast. My name is Wallace Smith. It's great to have you here. And the news I want to talk about today actually comes to us from Canada. Oh, Canada, what is going on? It's an interesting tale and it involves what sounds like an oxymoron. It involves an atheist Christian minister. Uh, some of you may have seen this news. I know it's talked about in Canada's National Post. In fact, let me go ahead and read from that article. This is from Canada's National Post, a Colin, uh, sorry, an article by Colin Perkle dated August 6th. The title is, Unprecedented United Church Probe Could Lead to Removal of Non-Believing Toronto Minister. Now, it's important to recognize the unprecedented part isn't actually that the minister doesn't believe in God. The unprecedented part is that they're actually considering removing the minister. Now, let me just jump into the article. The minister's name, by the way, is Greta Vosper. Uh, it's given as Reverend Greta Vosper, but I don't put Reverend in front of anybody's name, and neither should you. Uh, and she says, sorry, the article says here that she says, I don't believe in the God called God. Using the word gets in the way of sharing what I want to share. I'll continue. It says, Vosper, 57, who was ordained in 1993 and joined her East End Church in 1997, said the idea of an interventionist supernatural being on which so much church doctrine is based belongs to an outdated worldview. <laughs> Sorry, let me just read a little bit more. Uh, she says here, she asks, it says, is the Bible really the Word of God? Was Jesus a person, she said? It's mythology. We build a faith tradition upon it which shifted to find belief more important than how we lived. It continues, Vosper made her views clear as far back as a Sunday morning sermon in 2001. But her congregation stood behind her until a decision to do away with the Lord's Prayer in 2008 prompted about 100 of the 150 members to leave. The rest backed her. Uh, that is quite a statement and quite revelatory. Notice that apparently, and all I have to go here is, is the news. You know, some of these members of this congregation, they might be able to, to tell a different tale. But apparently in 2001, she declares she's an atheist and doesn't actually believe in God, and yet no one has a problem. And then seven years later, approximately, she does away with the Lord's Prayer and now there's an issue. All of a sudden, now there's an issue. Why would that be? How is it someone could continue as a minister or a pastor of a church for really, we're talking now, it's 2015, 14 years being a declared atheist who doesn't believe in God, doesn't believe in Jesus Christ, doesn't believe in the Bible, and yet somehow retain the title of Christian minister? How is it a congregation? can accept that their pastor doesn't actually believe in God, and then all of a sudden get upset, well, say all of a sudden, seven years later, when the Lord's Prayer is done away with, when the person professing it for those seven years didn't even believe that the Lord actually existed. I think the key is found later in the article. There's a comment by Mr. David Allen. He is the executive secretary of the Toronto Conference, and he says this concerning the United Church of Canada. He says, what we don't want is to limit the scope of beliefs within the church. And yet what was being questioned here was, has she gone too far? That is a vital statement. And if you know anything about the United Church of Canada, 
It's very broad about its beliefs. That's a really good statement. They don't want to limit the scope of beliefs. And that boundary didn't even include if someone doesn't even believe in God in the first place, that this could go on for 14 years. This kind of confusion shouldn't surprise us if that really is the setting. Then we're not going to limit the scope of the beliefs of people in the church. In a sense, they're laying in the bed they made for themselves. You know, in contrast, Jesus Christ said something really important in John chapter 4. I want to read John chapter 4, verses 23 and 24. He says there, But the hour is coming, and now is, when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For the Father is seeking such to worship Him. God is spirit, and those who worship Him must worship in spirit and truth. No one can pretend to worship God and somehow ignore truth. The idea that, well, as long as their intentions are good, you know, we have good purpose, you know, we do good things, but if there is not a foundation of truth, confusion is always the result. This kind of chaos is always the result. And the ridiculous notion of an atheist Christian minister is the kind of result you're going to get. And really, this is a warning to all of us, because for each of us individually, if we're going to ignore truth, chaos is unstoppable. It will show up in our lives. Uh, we ignore truth at our eternal and real life today peril. Um, confusion comes without truth. Just ask the United Church of Canada. I hope you enjoyed this webcast, and I hope it was profitable for you. Uh, please check out the next one and our old ones, and please do check us out on our website at tomorrowsworld.org.